Hello and welcome to Voices of Westerly, a new podcast from the United Theatre featuring conversations, many of which are recorded in front of a live audience, with the creative and professional individuals who make Westerly, Rhode Island such a unique and inspired community of leaders, innovators, and artists. I'm your host, Tony Nunes, Artistic Director of the United Theatre, here in the beautiful downtown arts district of Westerly, Rhode Island. The Voices of Westerly series is inspired by Westerly photographer and artist Josh Behan, who created a Faces of Westerly portrait series, which we premiered here a couple of years ago at the United and is now on permanent display and rotation in our halls. Voices of Westerly live discussions will take place monthly in our post-credit scene event space here at the United. In this episode, we'll be talking to Annie Wildey, local artist and owner of Air Gallery and Studio. Enjoy the show. This is Annie Wildey. So, a little bit of branding here. Little, oh. <laughs> Leaving her mark all over Westerly. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the same line of questioning that I started with Donna, and I start all of these, um, which, and I don't think that you were born in Westerly Hospital. Um, no, so no. little we, further field. Little further. <laughs> um, you have a little bit of an accent going on, I noticed. So uh, what is your Westerly story? How did you land here um, and when? Um, I guess I officially landed in Westerly um, at the beginning of 2020. Um, prior to that, I'd lived in Mystic for about eight years. Prior to that, I was on the Northwalk of Long Island for two. And then prior to that, I lived in New York City for about... 18 years, um, and then I was born in Wolverhampton in the UK. Um, but I left Wolverhampton um, after university when I was in my early 20s. I sort of say I ran away from home <laughs> <laughs> to New York City. But um, yeah, so I moved to Westerly full-time in 2020. Um, th- I was in sort of a, a transition in my life that many of us find ourselves in, um, on the brink of divorce, and uh, found a really cool apartment in Westerly, other side of the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and while I was living in Mystic, while I was living in Mystic, I'd had a studio at the Velvet Mill for mm-hmm. uh, for eight years, um, and decided to consolidate, bring that studio home, um, which was really fortuitous because a month later, COVID hit. So I was in a really sweet spot cozy at home with a home studio in this great new town that I was really excited to be in but it was closed so (laughs) did you know much about Westerly prior to that well when I first moved to Mystic um I was looking for a a studio space and I drove through Westerly and thought wow this is such a cool town you know back in 2012 it was still kind of sleepy um you know, the United hasn't, hadn't happened. The co-op was still here in this space. Um, it was kind of quiet, but I liked it. You know, I loved the architecture. It had the library. It had the park. So although I didn't find studio space there, it was sort of, it was a little seed planted in the back of my, in the back of my head. Um, and then I had um, an artist friend that had a studio um, called Above Elite, 
at, on Beach Road. So I would come here probably once a month because a few of us would get together. We had a little art salon and we'd chat about our work and about our creative lives. And um, so I was always coming to Westerly. I just didn't live here. So you were, you had a kind of creative community that you were already a part of before yeah. coming yeah. here. Yeah. So let's talk about a little about the creative community here in Westerly now. Um, you know, Donna in our previous interview was just talking about having people to bolster and, you know, do more for the, the visual arts here in Westerly. Um, and I would say just to fast forward, you're doing a lot of that right now um, with an arts crawl that you just started, what, uh, two months ago, right? Yeah, I think May was our first arts crawl, so official arts crawl, yeah. What, what is your take on the art scene here in Westerly? Now that you're in it, you're, you're a, not only a part of it, but you're one of the driving forces behind it and kind of pushing everybody to collaborate and work together in a way that uh, nobody's really kind of pulled that together. Um, what, what inspired you to do that and, and how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think, um, you know, first and foremost, it was, um, you know, very like selfish reasons because I was, you know, I had a home studio and I missed, um, I missed having, you know, contact with the public when I used to have a studio at the Velvet Mill. And, um, you know, I knew that the United was going to be a space that was um, a real center for the arts. And so um, I was craving that outside contact with, with the public. And then it just so happened that, you know, you guys offered me a show um, last summer um, in this space. And so that gave me an opportunity to, you know, paint on site and make it more interactive, like a residency. So that was really cool and I met um, you know some more local people like you know Mark and Dee Dee I think they'd recently just moved into town and that was exciting you know to have that new cool space um, I mean the co-op's been here for for years which is you know has its own own community um, and you know I was like I've, I wanted to find a space or, or have an outside studio again so I so I was looking around, and there was some empty, empty, empty storefronts um, and some empty studios on the second floor. And we looked at several of them, but um, there was this sweet little spot um, opposite the the co-op, and we're like, "Wow, how cute is that? It's just the right size." And Michael, my partner in the space, um, we were like, "Hmm, I wonder if that would work." So we did a little, little nosing around and digging, and. Um, you know, it turned out that uh, what we thought was going to be a pop-up for like a few weeks over the holiday period has become a little more long-term. <laughs> we signed a lease <laughs> and um, did some renos and then we opened in December. And um, I think for both of us, the space was, was kind of an experiment. We knew there was a, an art scene um, in Westerly. We knew there was some, you know, enthusiasm to revitalize it again with you know people like Mark and Didi and I knew some other stu other artists that had studios in buildings up on the second floor like hidden away so you know I knew there was a lot of potential and I think both of us just hoped that we could bring some vitality again to it in in ways that we didn't really know at the time 
you know, we were just sort of winging it to some extent. We thought it would be um, quite a versatile space, like a studio for both of us to work in, but because it had a storefront, it could also be a show place, a showcase. So when we first opened, we did, um, you know, um, a big sort of show in a small space of both of our work, and we got a friend of ours who formerly owned a gallery in Newport, and we asked her to curate the, the show for us to sort of make it somewhat democratic. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just we were, like, so, like, up here with, like, the space that the thought of actually curating the show was just going to tip us over the edge. So we were like, Shari, come curate the show for us. And she was <laughs> super excited for that, so that was great. And then, um, again, for the holidays, I invited my friends that, you know, I do the salon with and invited them to come and do a pop-up in the space as well. So, uh, and it's evolved, you know, over the months. It's, you know, we've had shows with other artists. We've shown our own work. We've um, been ex just experimenting. And then I think really the art crawl um, formally came about when, um, you know, I was, we were talking to Mark and he'd, start I just just started to show work in his space and we were like you know we could we could do an art crawl I bet we could we could we could couldn't we <laughs> <laughs> and so we both spoke to artists that we knew and and it seemed like everyone was in and so we were like okay let's just let's make it happen and see if we can sustain it for however long we can did you know that this is the considered the arts district of westerly well, you told me that yeah which was like this great. canal street around railroad avenue was deemed the historic arts district of westerly yeah. years and years ago before there was really much arts except for the theater down here the theater might have been the catalyst i don't know but, right but right. it's now there's so much you have this place you have the nick you have your gallery the artist co-op it's just the music school the here. Music school. I mean, there's so much synergy. Even the Savoy, which sadly recently closed, and I'm hoping um, comes back to life in some way very soon. Mm. Um, you know that space too is a great space for you know literary salons and things like yep. that. So it's it's just a really vibrant corner of Westerly. Um, so do you do you find that the arts crawl has been going well, and you're getting a lot of people popping into all of these locations and word of mouth is, is spreading. And you, you are a, a great marketer as well. <laughs> so I must say your, your marketing arm for, for kind of pushing these through every month is, is kind of remarkable. And I think we've, we've lacked someone championing, championing this kind of thing. Uh, people have tried this over the years. I've been in Westerly forever and I've seen this we had an, an arts nonprofit of, it was kind of a collaborative of all the arts nonprofits in town that kind of eventually dissolved and dismantled. Um, so, you know, so many people have tried this, but you, I, I don't know, you're, uh, you seem really aggressive, dialed in, <laughs> no, not aggressive, you're, but you're dialed into it and you're, um, you have a very good sense of, of how to market it and how to make it feel cool and fresh. Um, and attract people to it, um, which I think is, is exactly what it needed. So and we're all excited about it, everyone participating. And, and I think, you know, it's because of your efforts and energy. Well, I, you know, I appreciate that. I mean, as, as I was saying earlier, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's self-serving for me as well. But with everything, I think, you know, the rising tide lifts all boats. Mm -hmm. And when, when, um, when everyone's involved... Um, and you're working collaboratively rather than in isolation, then everyone wins. You know, we all know people, we all have friends, we all have extended communities, and then it, you, more and more people come. Um, and 
I think it's great for some of the art studios that are up on the second floor. I mean, they really don't, you know, there's no open studio here, so they rarely get people to come into their into their studios. And so, you know, they can hop in and hop out whenever it's convenient. Um, I mean, each month it's a it's a rotating list of of um, venues. Uh, there's no pressure, but maybe what is working is that is because it sort of started small you know we didn't have this big committee it was just like shall we do it mark said yeah let's do it and so i'm like okay and so i just you know and with michael we put our sort of marketing head on and just like whipped things out i mean it, it really isn't i can't say that it was like strategic or planned it was just you know each month you know i do something a little extra yeah you know i add more and more to the mailing list i you know, update the website, I, you know, we might be changing the signs a little bit. So it's really evolving and it's, you know, I like to think of it as as inclusive. I think it works for the art venues, it also works for the businesses. Um, I think a lot of the businesses are staying open late because the art crawl happens. Mm-hmm. Although we don't primarily feature the businesses, um, some of the businesses are, you know, having an art focus in their venues that night. So... Um, and anyone who wants to join in, it's it's totally open. I mean, uh, you know, I've reached out to the library. Yep. Um, I know they only stay open till late on, on Fridays, but we still list them because they have an art show, so they're open for an hour. Um, and, you know, and I've spoken to people who have, you know, said that the, the granite might be interested and, and, you know, you guys get involved when you have shows, mm-hmm. so it's... You'll do well to attract new artists it- to to the area yeah there's yeah. um the the library we had Bridget who is um the executive director of the library and park on a couple of months back in one of these talks um and she was talking about this there's a if you go into wilcox park there's a cabin on the right when you walk in they're renovating that right now to be an artist residency oh wow that's fantastic so a lot of nonprofits like us, the Colonial Theater, will utilize that to bring in artists and do artist residencies. Um, so there's a great opportunity there to bring in new artists to work in the community for mm-hmm. you know weeks on end and do work and integrate them as well into this. So yeah, I think it's, it's I think it's a start of uh, the visual arts maybe taking off in a way that they haven't in this area. Yeah. and it's all you know it's all coming at the same time, which is. It's like a critical mass, right? It really is. a tipping point. Yeah. I think for us as well with the space, with Air Studio Gallery, we're really flexible about what the space is going to be. Like, so for this summer, we invited eight other artists to show um, in the gallery for the summer season because we thought that might be really interesting for, you know, the summer community. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're really flexible with how we might move forward. I mean, it's with having three rooms, we've thought about, you know, one of the rooms being a project space for maybe an artist who doesn't necessarily, you know, have a, a huge gallery representation, but who might want to show like a small body of work to, to sort of test it. Um, we're really just kind of flexible, I suppose, you know. Um, yeah, we're excited. So can you talk <laughs> a little about your art and, you know, what what kind of art? you're doing and um i mean you you had an amazing show here and you we got to see you painting on site multiple times multiple pieces over the run of that show um but can you talk a little bit about what you do as an artist yeah i mean i'm um representational representational painter um but i i'm also a printmaker um 
I have a, my little Charles Band Press, I also have one. <laughs> it's been neglected for the past few years, so um, I have to dust it off occasionally. But um, primarily I'm a, um, a painter, I work in oils, um, and just lately I've been playing around with acrylics a little bit. Um, I tend to respond to the environment in which I live. So right now I'm you know, painting the coast and the ocean and the water and waves. It's, it's um, sort of a, a meditation practice for me as well. I think any creativity sort of gets you in the zone and, and it's a way to just you know, relax and unwind and just, um, I want to say, tap into the muse, I, I, I don't know. But um, when I lived in New York City, my work was very different. It, I, um, you know, made industrial landscapes. Um, so it, it, it really varies, but primarily it's, it's, most recently it's landscape, although I did go to um, grad school while I was in New York to, to a specific figurative school, because prior to that I really enjoyed life drawing and I was always drawing the figure, but um, I don't know what happened. I came out of the graduate program for figurative art as a landscape painter, so well. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm a little bit contrary, I don't know. Do you, does the landscape here dictate a lot of your, your work and, yeah, and yeah. inspire it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it t most of the work is local. I mean, I do do artist residencies that take me to um, Maine. Um, and you know other parts of the country, um, but right now I'm, I'm, I pretty much stay fairly close to home. Um, so it's the you know the local coastal landscape, um, wetlands. I, I like sort of weather and atmosphere and moods, and I try to sort of incorporate that into into the work. I like to think that some of the work is not necessarily site specific, um, but it can be if you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? Where do you want it to be? <laughs> <laughs> so how would you answer the question um, about leaving a legacy and an impact on Westerly? And, and you know, what, what in five years would you like to see change or, or have your work have an impact on here in this town? Oh, gosh. I mean, I think I'll just be kind of grateful to still be making art and to still have a studio. I mean, I... I I don't have like grand lofty goals to have a major impact, but I, you know, I'd like to think that um, you know, I can have an influence maybe on a small scale or, or in a way that um, I don't know, is, is received well. I mean, I, um, I think at the gallery we'd like to you know, bring a little more diversity in, in art and the visual arts and maybe show people locally what they don't easily get to see you know because they're a small we're, we're in a small coastal regional town you know we've got providence which is great but you know we can access boston and new york but you know they're a bit of a schlep so we'd like to bring something a little more interesting to the to the community um if we can so i mean I, i'm excited i think westerly is it's a great little town and i love that it has culture, like Donna said, you know, music, um, film, performance, the arts. I mean, what small town has all of that in a, you know, a couple of mile radius? I mean, I, what I couldn't believe just recently um, was that one of my all-time 
British rock artist, rock, pop, indie, was playing at the United. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> you know, it's like I moved to Westerly from New York City and I get to see Billy Bragg in my local theater. <laughs> I can walk to the theater. I'm like, you're kidding me. So for me, that's like, yeah, this is a really cool place to be. Really cool place I to booked live. that show just for you. Thank just, you. You're, you're <laughs> so in closing, let's talk really briefly about um, this event you have coming up here that you're hosting on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So part of what we've been doing um, at, at AIR is to you know, invite artists to come and do artist talks. Um, we, we've had two at the studio itself. And then um, this Sunday, we're doing um, a private screening of a documentary by the printmaker Dan Weldon. He's a painter and a printmaker. He's pretty well known in the print world. Um, Donna was talking about solar plate as a print technique. He was one of the people that pioneered that um, as an environmental, environmentally friendly way of, of printmaking um, back in the 70s. Um, he's had a over 50 year career with some amazing artists as a master printmaker for them, printing editions with Willem de Kooning and Eric Fischel and a few others. Um, but I approached <laughs> Tony who was like, yeah, great, let's do it. So we're, we're gonna be um, showing his documentary, which um, is gonna be screen, screening in the micro cinema on Sunday and we'll have a, an artist talk afterwards. He might be bringing some of his prints to sort of show people, but there'll be a Q and A. Um, so that, I'm really excited to be able to collaborate as well with, with you know, arts organizations in the area yeah. um, and just find creative ways to work together. I think that's really exciting. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's at four o'clock. Four o'clock. Yep. Um, Tickets are available. It's a ticketed event mm -hmm. and there are flyers on your chairs where you can just scan the QR code and, and uh, purchase your tickets. Mm -hmm. Limited seating. Yeah, And also when you see, you can have these really cute little iArt Westerly stickers. <laughs> <laughs> see? The master branding of this thing. All right. Well, thank you, Annie, thank you. for joining us. That's All been right. lovely. Appreciate thank it. Thanks a lot. And thank all of you for joining us. Uh, we'll be back again doing this uh, the second Wednesday of next month. Uh, guests will probably be announced in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Thank you all. And this, this podcast will probably be out next Friday. We usually release them about two weeks after these. So stay tuned to that. And you can check out some of the others anywhere you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your, your podcasts. Thank you all. Thanks for tuning in to the United Theatre Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. And if you could take a moment to leave a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. Your feedback helps us create content that you love. So hit that subscribe button and leave us a review, and we'll see you on the next episode.